podcast is brought to you by the University of Liverpool and the Envisioning the Indian City project. More than 290 years as the administrative centre of the French presence in India, Pondicherry has many colonial buildings, churches and temples. Here, Dr Ian Magadira from the University of Liverpool's Department of Modern Languages and Cultures investigates how spiritual tourism intersects with the competition for land in Pondicherry today. My work is on uh, French language representations of India. It's still not widely known in the UK that at the same time as the British Raj was trundling along through the 19th century, um, the French had five postage stamp size trading posts. And these were, you know, in total, uh, 500 square kilometres, if you put them all together. Um, But they were all spread out in four corners of, uh, of India. My part of the Edic project focuses on the colonial heart of Puducherry. It's a place which is absolutely unique in India. So here, 165 kilometers south of Chennai, that Indian megacity formerly known as Madras, you'll find a boulevard town laid out in a gridiron or chessboard pattern. It's an amazing heritage space overlooking the Indian Ocean with scores of well-preserved colonial buildings over roughly four square kilometers, so very compact. The colonial plan itself is a witness of multiple encounters. As Jean Deloche has discovered, it was conceived of by the Dutch in the 17th century and rebuilt by the French twice after being destroyed by the British. You see, The Royal Navy's bombardment destroyed the buildings, but what they didn't eradicate was the foundations, and the French just rebuilt according to what they called le plan ancien, the old plan, which they couldn't quite admit was actually a Dutch plan. My work focuses, therefore, on the persistence of this plan in the early 20th and 21st century social organisation of the city, This is the persistence of the materiality of the city, the herbs, on its civitas. That's how people use that space. The most recent manifestation of this persistence concerns photography. Pondicherry, to give give that city of 1.2 million people its English name, receives an enormous amount of Indian tourists. Its attraction is as a place outside the time of Indian modernity. And Pondicherry Tourist Board even has jumped on the bandwagon. And Pondicherry's tourist slogan is, Pondicherry, give time a break. When I was there last April, the thought occurred to me that after initial an initial survey phase of the built environment of the heritage buildings, I could do well to turn my lens away from those buildings And so what I began to do was to record how different groups of tourists were photographing the town. I was asking myself things like, was there a difference between French and Indian tourists in terms of the way that they framed the town? What was the relative balance between the colonial sites and other more natural phenomena, such as the ocean and the sunset? I found, true to my disciplinary background perhaps, that there was a linguistic, textual element in their choices of image. Indian tourists were photographing blind in this corner of India, their homeland, 
And this was because, although the street names are in English, Tamil and French, the main monuments and buildings from the colonial period are only signed in French. So this linguistic shortfall meant that although the tourists were moving around in the same place, the French and the other European tourists represented that space in closer focus. So a curious neo-colonial oversight had led to a silent battle of representation taking place on the chessboard plan. To learn more about the Envisioning the Indian City project, visit their webpages liverpool.ac.uk forward slash etic and look out for the book of the research published in 2016.